Hi, this is Kelly, your certified health coach. And this is Scarlett, your life coach here in the Valley of the Sun. Welcome to Hot in Arizona. Not so hot. Oh my God, it's so beautiful. It's so pretty. Oh, and I am we've had loving so much rain. Loving it's been this great. weather. A little bit breezy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sun's actually out today. It hasn't been out for a few days. It's gorgeous. So I love it. It's I, like not even seventy degrees. No. Oh my gosh. No. Perfect. Yes. Absolutely perfect. Definitely. So how things going? Good. I'm a little tired. Let me too. I'm like a lot tired. <laughs> Who am I kidding, right? Um, but, you know, because I don't sleep at night. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then everybody wants me to do stuff during the day. Why am I up? I don't know. I don't know. So, but I've been, you know, I have been like getting up. And but I've been trying to like go to bed early. And I can't because I start watching something and I can't let it go. Oh, yeah. I can't. Yeah, I'm the same way. I just... I'm like a pit bull, man. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I'm not yeah. letting go. This is mine. I find something and I have to finish it. Right. It, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, oh, this has this has eight episodes and each is an hour long. It's 3 a.m. I'm good. Yeah. We're watching the whole thing. Right. We're watching the whole thing. Yeah. It's, it's unreal. But you know how like sometimes I, I love my documentaries. You know. Oh, I love documentaries. You and me both, right? Mm-hmm. But have you noticed how, like, sometimes um, things, like, experience a resurgence? Oh, yes. It's Mm -hmm. like you watch something and then, like, years later, something comes up and you're like, what do you mean 2021? I watched this before. Yeah. But it's totally different. Right. And now Like the JonBenet Ramsey case. Right. I mean, there's so many documentaries about that. JonBenet, and there was that other little girl that was over in Portugal. Oh, no, yeah. she was from Portugal, I think, and was yeah. someplace uh, else. And yeah, um, I can't remember. But any. she was kidnapped, or they believe she was, mm-hmm. from the hotel room while her parents were off eating yeah. dinner. And right. And you're just like, wow, what brings this stuff up? Um, I watched. I watched this. I know everybody has seen it, mm-hmm. and I think you've probably seen it by now. We kind of talked about it once before. Mm-hmm. Um, I originally had seen something else. One of my YouTubers was like, hey, I got invited by Ghost Adventures to accompany mm-hmm. them that to one. a location. That was so good, too. That was so good. And I really like this guy. He you know, had a company called Dearly Departed in Hollywood. He did close it down. He does mm-hmm. still do tours, but he does mostly everything now on uh, YouTube. Really nice guy. The Cecil Hotel. Yes. It is really... The Cecil Hotel. Everybody wants to talk about the Cecil Hotel right Everybody. now. Annalisa Lamb uh-huh. in particular. Yes. Only because I think she was one of the more recent, mm-hmm. and it was very uh, high profile because of the things that happened. Right. This, I don't know if you've... I know you've been to California. I don't know if you've been downtown. No. Mm-mm. The Cecil Hotel, honestly, from the outside, it looks like it belongs in the surroundings it's in. It is in downtown L.A., middle of Skid Row. Mm-hmm. Um, I have spent two nights on Skid Row. Wow. <laughs> way back in the day. Yeah. As uh, one of my college classes, we all did it as a class, and we interviewed people on Skid Row. Oh. It was kind of eye-opening. I'm sure it was. <laughs> I can imagine. Um, but here's this hotel that back in the day in the 20s was stunning mm-hmm. well it still is stunning on the inside, inside. <laughs> the beauty is on the inside yes <laughs> she's, 
she is a woman. Yes. <laughs> Her beauty's on the inside. She may not be real pretty on the outside. <laughs> yeah. But it really is gorgeous on the inside. Mm -hmm. From everything that I've seen, the videos and the yeah. pictures and everything, I mean, it's it really is Still beautiful. very 1920s, yes. opulent. Right. Just beautiful. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. But it is kind of sad that she's notorious. Mm-hmm. Um, from really from her beginnings well you figure where it was built where the cecil was built i mean it's gonna it's gonna have its issues just because of where it's located right uh, well why california back in the day that was like the place mm -hmm. it was beautiful there it was the train depot again though it is very transient mm -hmm, always exactly. has been mm -hmm. um but elisa lamb really kind of captured everybody yes Yes, she did. She really, she really did. did. I mean, the I I've heard podcasts about her. I've watched um, Ghost Adventures. I watched this episode or these this documentary, on which Netflix. was a few episodes on Netflix. Right. Um, I've seen a couple of YouTube videos. Uh, they it's fascinating people's take on it and how they really really believed that she it was either really haunted or she was being stalked. And the thing is, some of these people were very adamant. The ones that they interviewed, mm -hmm. the they called them, I don't remember what they called them, like the online sleuths. Yeah. Uh, they were very adamant that there was absolutely no way that this had anything to do with mental illness. Right. They said mentally ill people just don't do that. Right. And, you know, when I watch that, I have someone very, very close to me who is mentally ill, and she has bipolar 1, and which is what they determined that Elisa Lamb has is bipolar 1. And she even, Elisa Lamb said she had that. Mm -hmm, exactly. She talks about it on right. her, on on her, her blog. blog. And um, I, the whole entire time that I have listened to the podcast, watched the videos, I have always thought that it had nothing to do with spirits. It had nothing to do with mm -hmm. someone stalking her. She behaved exactly like this person that I love behaves when she's in a psychotic episode. Right. Because bipolar one um, isn't just ups and downs in your moods. Um, it comes with psychosis. And mm -hmm. psychosis means that you have, you hear things and you see things. You have voices. You have uh, things that you see and these things tell you to hurt yourself to they tell you horrible things about yourself that you're not worthy that you're worthless that you need to just kill yourself and they tell you what to do to kill yourself and to, to hurt yourself harm and the way that she was behaving I was like, oh my gosh, this is definitely bipolar. You can see that, yeah. It is so bipolar. I mean, it is so... I Just the way, the way her behavior, her hand movements, her freaking out. You tell she was terrified, but there was nothing that we could see. Right. But you could tell that right. she was seeing something. And I think, like, you know, I don't have that experience. I, I don't... You know, I haven't known anybody in the past with that. Mm -hmm. So, coming from where I was, when I was looking at it, mm -hmm. I'm thinking there is something I'm not seeing. There's something just off camera. Right. There has to be. <laughs> there has to be. She is obviously gesturing towards somebody. Mm -hmm. She's, you know, she's running from something. Right. Uh, and I really, really did kind of expect to see, like, an 
alien type being because there <laughs> yeah. was no other explanation. Right. How does she just disappear? Right. Right. Well, this person that I know, um, she's run away mm -hmm. several, a few times. Mm -hmm. And it's because she's running from this demon right. that she sees. It, it is, a, she describes it as a demon. Mm -hmm. And it's terrifying. I, it is I can't terrifying to her. And she will even tell me, don't stand right there that, that you know, she's right there. I'm like, and I have to say, oh. there is nothing here. That is terrifying. There is nothing here. And, and, um, until her medication kicks in. Once her meds kick in, she's totally fine. So here's the but, thing. Like, Elisa Lamb mm -hmm. says on her blog that she stopped taking her meds. Right. She just... And, and the thing is, from what I understand, and honestly what I don't understand... Okay, I take medication for my heart. Mm -hmm. I know that if I stop taking that medication, my heart is going to absolutely freak out on me. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to stop. Even though... When I'm taking, I feel fine. Right. I feel fine. But right. those that have the bipolar one, it's like they take the medication, and it's usually more than one. You have to find that balance because everybody, the chemically, different it, for is everybody. different, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to find the good medication balance. Right. The good cocktail mixture. Exactly. <laughs> um, so that you do feel good, but then when you feel good, they stop taking the medication. Well, and I think that with... From the experience that I've seen is that they stop taking the meds, one, because they are, they feel better and they think that they don't need it anymore. Right. Or because they're tired of taking 15 pills a day. Which I get. I have and, to take four. Yeah. Three of those are for my heart. Right. It's like, really? For the rest of my goddamn life? Yeah. I've got exactly. to do this every 12 freaking hours? Right. It's, it definitely disrupts your life. It does. You have to make sure that you have your meds with you at all times. All times. And if you don't, and then you skip, mm -hmm. and then you, I mean, it's its a vicious cycle. And then you have to if, start over again, and right. it has to get in your system. And right. then it's, you know, the thing that we wanted to discuss about this is that people judge mm -hmm. terribly. Mm -hmm. I mean, I heard some of the things that have been said. I'm guilty. About other people with bipolar. I am guilty of that. Because they don't understand. Right. And it's simply because they don't understand. I mean, you know, and I just, it's so important for people to, and I didn't understand it until, right. Right. you know, until you're seeing having it to, right. firsthand. Exactly. And having to deal with some of the stuff that's, that's happened. Exactly. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's a terrible thing. What I would thing. really think would be great, and I don't know if it would work, but... What would be really great, you know, they have like birth control that you only have to do once a month. Right. You know, that either an injection or something. Right. That would be great. Yes. If they could come up with something like that, mm -hmm. either a patch or an under the skin or an injection yep. that only had to be done once a month. Yes. I think that that would help people to maintain that better. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Even, I if, totally even if it was just once a week. Yep. Because I forget, or I don't exactly. want to, or, you know, I get tired of taking it, or whatever the issue is, you know. Um, bipolar, it's extreme mood swings. You can go for days of being in bed, not wanting to get up, not wanting to talk to anybody, not wanting to face life. And then you go to mania, right. which is several days of, I mean, when they are in their manic episodes, oh my gosh, it's exhausting. 
it is exhausting because they don't sleep. Yeah. They talk 100 miles an hour. They are constantly, it's, it's a constant and you can't get them to settle. You can't get them to settle down. And um, then when you add the psychosis on top of that, it is, it's a very sad situation to see. But now that, and that is with like a missed dose, right? I mean, that when they're on the medication. Yes, when they're on the meds and the meds are the right meds for them. It. it will, it will even it out. And you know, it can take a long time to find the right medication. Oh, it, yeah. I mean, years. Yeah, literally. it can take years. Mm-hmm. Because then, we're always changing. Well, I was just going to say, and then once you find it, doesn't mean that that's going to be your, your go-to forever. Because right. you change your hormones change and your body changes and whatever and then even with you the way that you eat can change right the way the meds like like she can't take she can't have caffeine wow that because the caffeine will stimulate it will stimulate the brain which causes the psychosis to come on oh yeah and so she can't yeah she can't have caffeine yeah yeah Wow. And, you know, a lot of people, oh, here's another thing that really, really gets to me. A lot of people think that they're doctors. And they think, well, just take marijuana. Okay. (laughs) Now, I'm going to tell you this. Okay. I'm not not against marijuana for medical purposes. I'm not. Mm -hmm. However, when these people are on antipsychotic medication Mm -hmm. and they smoke pot, it has an adverse effect, effect, and it be it is yeah. it is a terrible thing. I, I mean, they will end up in the mental hospital because of it, and or even the ER. Right. Um, so, if you're going to take marijuana for your mental illness, please do it under a doctor's care. Make sure that because you're probably going to end up being taken off of antipsychotics to be put on the marijuana, and because those two things just do not mix. Wow. It's wow. a terrible, terrible situation. So, you know, when people tell you, just smoke pot, um, you might want to talk to your doctor first. <laughs> so, one thing that, <clears throat> again, I am guilty of the whole judgment thing. Mm-hmm. I am, because that's what I tend to do. If I don't understand something, mm-hmm. I'm, and I don't know if I'm, like, judging. It's not like I'm saying, you know, like, you're a bad person. No. I'm more questioning. Right. Why? Why? Mm-hmm. What? What is this? What makes it happen? I want to know more. Mm-hmm. I want to know more. See, that's good, though. Um, and so I'm not judging. I'm really more inquisitive. Right. Explain to me. And I'll, you know, I'll believe you because I don't know any different. Right. The thing that kind of upset me with Elisa Lamb, and we have talked about mental illness before. We've, we've talked about, you know, things like, um, other things like, uh, suicide and PTSD mm-hmm. and always being able to reach out, always mm-hmm. being, we need to get rid of these stigmas. Yes. And one of the things was her family. Okay. First of all, I was a little pissed off because her family sued the hotel mm-hmm. saying that the hotel failed to take care of their daughter. It's not the hotel's responsibility. It's not. Mm-hmm. I was upset that this family unleashed this poor child alone mm-hmm. knowing, but because of you know, maybe it was, uh, their background, Mm -hmm. um, whatever. They were embarrassed. Mm -hmm. They never, they never spoke about it. Right. When she went missing, they never said anything. It wasn't until much later that the sister Mm -hmm. said, well, you know, when she makes these hand movements, Mm -hmm. that's when she's having a manic episode. And they went, what? Right. What? 
And so now it's a different investigation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's important to be open and honest. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and I know that there are those people out there that judge. And that's why we need to get rid of these stigmas to where we're not judging, to where we are there to help. Yes. So, like this person that you know, um, and again, I could be way off, but having to find a job and things like that, on one hand, you want people to know in case something happens. Right. You want them to know what to do and to be able to help you. Right. And then on the other hand, you don't want anybody to know. Right. Because you're afraid of what they're going to do. Exactly. Exactly. It's a it's a very fine little thing. Horrible way to feel. Yeah, exactly. That's, it's it, it's terrible. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Um, well, I guess we're going to have to cut this short because we have an appointment. Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> but this is going to bring us to what's hot in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And what is hot? We've talked a little bit about it before, but and we'll talk more about it because there's so many places to go in it. Mm-hmm. In Canto Park. Yes, it's so beautiful. Okay, Amp Island. I know that, you know, when a lot of us, because of we've just been so cooped up and everything, and we are kind of feeling a little goofy in our own heads, <laughs> yeah, right? right. To be able to get outside, especially on mm-hmm. a beautiful sunny day. Oh, yes. In Phoenix, Amp Island mm-hmm. at Encanto Park is away from the main part of the park. Right. But it has this beautiful little river around it. Beautiful bridges That's to so go awesome. on to the island. Lots of picnic tables. Lots of picnic tables. Lots of Perfect picture places. Empty. Empty picnic tables on yes. a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Yep. It was amazing. Yep. Amazing. Ducks. Lots of ducks. Mm -hmm. Take your dog for a walk. Lots of families. It is located at uh, 15th Avenue and Encanto. I thoroughly suggest this for just a a wonderful mm -hmm. afternoon out. Yep, it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful park. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it does help to clear the head. Yeah. I would love to talk more, though, about... We do. We need to talk more about mental mm-hmm. illness and these stigmas yes we really really do we, yes. we need to we need to get that out there absolutely um, because it's really kind of ridiculous yeah, for sure <laughs> kind of ridiculous <laughs> but sure. we're gonna leave that there uh don't forget to give this a big thumbs up and uh, share it with your friends and you can follow us on instagram we'll show you pictures of the park and you can also follow me scarlet facebook and instagram at heartprinceaz and me kelly on facebook and instagram at healthy heart and happy soul i hope everybody has a great week bye